Good evening, everybody. Happy Easter. This is uh, this Xbox Life episode 381. Title, colon, subtitle. I am one of your hosts, Brun BJ Swick 33. And with me is Wingman709. Hey, everybody. How you doing? And Rob. Hey, what's up, everybody? This I is Presar. I should have said, said Presar since I said Wingman. So, yeah, I always do that to you guys. I know. I'd, been doing that my entire life <laughs> one of these days you'll learn this podcast stuff yeah i know what can i say so i've legally changed my name to wing <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right well uh this is like i said episode 381 uh we stream live on twitch every sunday at between 10 and 10 15 <laughs> eastern uh, and then we uh, take the episode and release it into MP3 formats the following day or two days, depending on how the audio and everything goes. But uh, it's been it's been pretty quick, Rob. The last couple weeks, you've been right on it. People have been listening midday Monday. <laughs> so yeah, that's right because we've had some pretty successful weeks. Yeah, oh. no real issues. Oh my gosh. How could you say that right at the start? Now we're doomed to fail. Oh, well, when, oh, when wow. my, when my PC crashes, you guys just know, go on without me. I will not come <laughs> back in because it happened now. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> it's all Rob's fault. Everybody. Yup. <laughs> Rob, yeah, Rob's to blame for my PC crash. Yeah. Your guys' PC problems are all my fault. Uh, <laughs> sure. I like that. Yeah. So, uh, pretty, uh, you know, based on our notes that we have here, pretty light show this week. Uh, I think most places were back on vacation. It seems like anytime a holiday is coming up, every, every, uh, thing kind of shuts down. Uh, but we're going to have a show and have some fun while we do it. So, Let's but, uh, what have we been playing? He wants to go first. I'll, Rob? I'll go first. I'll go. There you go. So did some more Rocket League. Uh, also, uh, Trackmania uh, played the beta for a little while, which is really strange because the beta came out like eight hours before the You mean the free version. trial? I thought it was, it was the beta. It was a trial. There's a trial. Oh, maybe that's what it was then. But you, so, and you can earn achievements in the free trial. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Too bad the game is the way that it is. <laughs> I was not too happy with it, but it's still on my hard drive. Um, it might be deleted. I don't know. But uh, so there's that. I want to say it does look cool. It kind of reminds me of like a cool racing game. I just didn't like it at all. There's something about it. Then I went back to Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, finished that one up. And then I went back to the original Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. And I can tell you that these games are a lot easier when you have one under your belt. <laughs> it's now in the China one, I'm just tearing through there because the controls are pretty much the same, just the settings a little different, but uh, it's, it's also pretty good. It's uh, I, I definitely enjoy this, the series and I'll pick up Russia after I finish the China one. And I believe that is all other than Clash Royale. Great game on mobile or tablets and such. If, uh, <laughs> if you're into that type of thing, give it a shot. It's like the the new Clash of Clans or whatever, but not uh, like Clash of Clans. I mean, I know it's different, no. but it's from the same yeah. group, right? 
it yeah it's same group it's the characters from clash of cell or something like that uh yeah super cell it's the characters from clash of clans but it's a different type of game because it's uh it's card based so you get cards you level them up and then you make decks of eight cards and you do one-on-one battles with people which is essentially almost like a tower defense style game but the cool thing about it is each battle is like three minutes long if they even last that long right right. and you can make some pretty good combos and it, it gets tense it gets tense and there are some battles that i mean they came down to like fractions of a second it's like I've got my fireball launching at the other side to destroy their tower. And it, like the countdown is like one second away. And then it's just like, boom, it explodes and the game's over. And it's, it's a good game. I, I really enjoy it. I like it much, 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 much better than clash of clans. So definitely give it a shot. And that's All about right. it for me. Uh, Mark, do you want to go next? Why am I being called a cheater? <laughs> I'm reading oh. the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are being called cheaters. Oh, I don't care. Um, so I played, um, I did play the Turbo Track, Trackmania Turbo uh, as well. I actually downloaded the trial because uh, it was something that I kind of have seen and kind of was wondering about it. I'm glad. And I'm like, man, I hate that there's no demos. And I actually noticed in the team store free trial i was like sweet this one has a trial so you're really cutting out dude i there's nothing about it <laughs> you guys want me to leave no <laughs> i i don't know what to fix on the fly try hitting bypass <laughs> then what's the point <laughs> it'll At least for the show for now yeah okay is that better yeah we can hear you oh much better Okay, now you're going to hear every nook and cranny. Okay. Oh, yeah. That was a waste of money. All right. So anyways, um, I bought Trackmania Turbo. Or I'm sorry, I was looking at Trackmania Turbio, Turbo. Something I had my eye on, but I really wanted to demo it. I, I hated that, you know, the demos are gone. Yeah. And turns out that this game does have a free trial. Uh, when you go into the game store and look at it, uh, when you click on it, it actually has, there's another tab, I think one or two over from the purchase that says free trial so i tried it i started playing it and a funny thing is is i was popping achievements in the game even though i hadn't paid for it it was a trial so if you don't plan to buy the game and you want some free easy achievements uh <laughs> you can get free achievements off the trial version of trackmania turbo turbo so anyways i ended up buying it and it was 40 bucks because i was enjoying it and that joy really kind of went out the window fairly quickly. There's like 200 tracks. I think I've only played, it's, let's see, about 32 tracks, and I'm already wow. frustrated. <laughs> yeah. Like, really frustrated. Um, the game reminds me <coughs> of Trials. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for cars on tracks. And what I don't like it is fun and the tracks are really cool i really enjoy them 
But what frustrates me about this game is like the controls are so sensitive. You barely, Mm -hmm. it's like almost impossible to control your car. For me, I find it extremely hard to control the cars. Around the turns, especially. Oh, especially when you're on dirt. Yeah. Oh, it's just like you might, it's like you're on ice. It's just the thing just slides everywhere and you can barely, and it's like you barely touch your stick and your car's like, you know, it either, it either slides or it does like a 90 degree arc. It's like, I can't. It, it, it needs a better control scheme. And now that I've played enough of it, I really, honestly, I got to tell people don't buy it. Um, my opinion is it's not worth the 40 bucks at all. Um, if it was less than $20, then I would say the game was probably worth it, but it is by far, in my opinion, not worth 40 bucks. And it's, it is a frustrating game. I read a review about it and it got a much better review than I would ever get it. But then again, the same company gave uh, the division a 6.7. So, you know, <laughs> and a game that easily is a nine. I mean, <laughs> so I, 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 I should know better than to look at that for, but again, this was a game. I had no idea the trial for the little time you get. I'm like, yeah, this is fun. And then you start advancing and find out it sucks really quick. So um, that's my thoughts on, Track Mania Turbo. Tur- Gosh, I can't even say it. Track Mania Turbo. All right. And then I also played, obviously, as some people have pointed out, I have uh, 103 hours in the division. <laughs> I kind of like it, you might say. Just a and little bit. I uh, reached a milestone today. I have uh, 1K'd the game. So I have completed every achievement in this game. And yes, Carbide is calling us, Bron, cheaters. Because I was down to the last two achievements today. And it was extract from every extraction zone in the dark zone. And uh, the other one was kill 20 rogue agents. And I'd only had two under my hat. And I'm just like, that's so far, I'm like, that's kind of been the toughest. And the thing about the rogue agents is I don't, like the other day, yesterday, I'd only had one rogue agent kill. And this guy was running with the group of us. So there was this other guy. He was real low. He's like a rank six. He was a new guy in the dark zone. He was kind of trying to hang with us because we were all high ranked. And he wanted to, you know, you know, and that's cool. But he accidentally shot one of us in a boss fight. And he, and he immediately stopped. He even did the emote to put his hands up. And we all knew this guy did not intend to hurt anybody. And I'm standing behind him and I'm like, I need the achievement. So I blew him away. <laughs> I mean, and I felt nice. bad. I'm like, and everybody in my group's like, dude, that's wrong. And I'm like, yeah, but I need, I mean, I don't, I can't leave this one achievement sitting out there because i know i'm going to get all the extractions i'm pretty close to having all the extraction zones i just haven't got up into dz6 yet um or at least i thought i hadn't but i'm like so i did it and then it's like i don't i didn't like it and i felt bad and i'm like this is not the way i like this game and i don't like that what i don't like about the dark zone is that now that they've made some changes and you don't take a big of a hit people are just to me, when it first started, before they did the patch, not a lot of people were going rogue, at least in my experience. I wasn't running into it. People working together, people getting loot. They just want to get out and have a good time. Now it seems like every time you go in there, you can't trust anybody now. I think it's now it's what they wanted, but it, it really it's like takes kind of the, I don't know, it, it's, it's 
anxiety riddled when you're in the dark zone. You're, you're stressing out, which is kind of neat because you don't experience that in other games because you're like, oh, I got to get my, I got a gold, I got a high end piece, I got to get it out. Oh my gosh, there's other agents. What are they going to do? And everybody gets in this like defensive mode and you're like freaking out. They're going to kill you. They're going to take your gold item. And then, you know, they, they, they don't show up that often. So it, that's kind of, kind of neat to have that in one aspect. But then again, too many times I'm seeing you go up to loot and then boom, someone throws in a grenade and wipes everybody out. And and you get these overpowered people that have put, you know, 400 hours into the game and they're maxed out and they're kicking everyone's butt. And then there's a manhunt because they've been rogue so long because they're just killing every player in the game. So then it's like it's not even fun anymore because you have these guys just annihilating everybody i i got killed several times i don't have any gear you can see when someone has loot because they got the, the yellow pack on their back it's like i just came in and i have i have nothing and i get killed i'm like what was the point of it you know i wasn't rogue i don't have any gear there was no point to kill me except to grief and th- that's what i didn't was concerned about with the dark zone was that it could turn into an area of just griefing people. And it's not completely that way, but it seems like it's getting to be more and more that way. Now, as people are getting the better gear and they know they can probably stay alive and you're getting these groups that just run around and that's all they're doing. They're trying to find people that they can wipe out or cause havoc. So I, I don't like that. It's not fun. That That's not fun. Um, but so anyways, so back to cheating. I'm like, I don't want to do go on just rogue hunter hunts. I don't want to just because then it's like, okay, I got to gear up and not pick up, excuse me, anything and just focus on trying to kill these rogues. And when people go rogue, they're running. You know, a lot of them will run if, if it's legit. They didn't mean to do it. They're going to run. And it's hard. Everybody runs at the same pace. So it's almost impossible to catch to run them down. It's not that easy. Um, so I talked to Braun. I saw Braun get on today, and I'm like, hey, Braun, I thought of an idea. Let's let's group up. Let's go find a, a corner of the dark zone. Let's buy a checkpoint. Let's go in, and then let's you leave the group, okay? Now we're, we're still next to each other, but we're not in a group. And so I shot him. I went rogue. He killed me, and he gets an agent kill. And we just kept doing that. So, and we're right by a checkpoint. So, thirty seconds later, I spawn in. I come back in. He shoots me. I kill him, and I get. Uh, I, and we just did that for about I don't know. It was maybe a half hour. Maybe it wasn't even that long. But it, 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 we both got the twenty rogue agent kills. And now it's done. Now I don't have to like. And, and I like that because it sucks because it's the only achievement that I had to to boost or to cheat at, if you will. Um, all the others are legit, which, and it's like, I wanted this one legit because I, this is the last one, but I just, it's like, I don't want to play. I don't want to be dirty in it. And I hated that. I had to kill a guy that didn't mean to go rogue. That really irritated me. And I think too often in this game, that's what you run into because people will run in, you're getting a fight. All of a sudden you don't know someone's behind you. You run into their fire. They hit you. They didn't intend to shoot you, but all of a sudden they're rogue. And it's like, I don't want to kill them or punish them or get into this fight with them over stupid, you know, the way the, the game works. So it's done. Call me what you want. But yet I will say this. Kyrie may call me a cheater, but he asked me to help him. So, you know, we'll take it, we'll take it as you want. 
So, oh, and I we went in to extract, and it was kind of funny. So the last thing, uh, the, so that after that, then Brian, we were running around in the dark zone with uh, Brooklyn and uh, Skullcrusher, and uh, so I'm like, hey guys, let's uh, let's run up and try to extract from all the zones. I'm like, I knew I had probably five of the eight. And I'm like, I know we got to go up into the up in there, but I'm like, I think we could probably keep each other up. I've, I've run with Brooklyn and skull crusher enough to know these guys are really good. They got some high end gear. You know, I'm, I'm not a slacker either. And I'm like, I think we can do this. So we went up and we, we went into, I think we only went to DZ four and it was like, we extracted one time, right, Bron? And it popped. I got yeah. the achievement. So I guess I have extracted in Dark Zone 5 and 6 and didn't know it because I try to stay away from there. Somehow, either the achievement glitched and I lucked out or I because I know I've been up in that zone before following other people and going, come on, guys, let's go back down to DZ1, you know, and they're like, come on, you got to get good loot up here. So I must have extracted at the higher ends. I know I had a few, but I didn't know I was that close. So. But it was fun. I got the 1K. Uh, now I can just focus on going into DZ, man. I'm at level rank 37, trying to get to 50 so I can un- buy some more gear. Um, the sniper rifle I want, I have to be rank 50 in a dark zone. So that's the one I'm going for. So, But that my, my sniper rifle is the only item that's not gold right now on my whole inventory. So that's pretty cool. I'm running serious high end. <laughs> cool. Enough of me and the division. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, my turn. Now, now you can uh, you can turn your bypass off while you're waiting. Oh, the, oh so sure. then we won't hear everything. <laughs> How about Might this? Just I'll have... just I'll just mute. Oh, there you go. Oh, he sounds great. Yeah, perfect. Well, you know it's funny, Carbide, because the thing is, is you know when Mark called me and he said he asked me to do that, he actually said like you're going to do this or you're not going to be on the show anymore. That's so that's why I had to do the switching back and forth with him. Oh, um, my gosh. Oh, whatever. Dude. Oh, see, see, whatever, was- dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can unmute as quickly as I can mute. <laughs> no, no. I'm no, like, yeah. dude, if you don't want to do it, I even told him if you don't want to do it, because I know you're not an achievement hunter and I'm not either, except for something like this. It's like I said, I get it. No big deal. I said, but if you're interested, do you want to do this? Yeah. And I even told him ahead of time, you're going to lose some rank. I don't know how much rank will drop. Uh, turned out we only dropped like one, each of us dropped one and a half levels of rank, which we made up yeah. super quick. Soon as you could go, soon as you're done and you go play, play it, boom, you get it yeah. back that quick. I mean, I was, I was like 19 and a half when I entered. And then when we were done, I was 17 and a half. So I really, I guess I lost two, but then, um, but, then but then what we played in the dark zone for what? 15 minutes, five minutes to an hour. Yeah, Well, not even and that. You, I don't even and know how were, long what, it was. 22? I left a 22, yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah, me, when, you're, when you're that close I, into getting those achievements, when you're down to two, it's just like, do whatever you have to to get those two in, you know, type of thing. Because yeah. now, like, having that and, like, a, a majority of the achievements that I have left, I just have to go do all the collectibles and stuff. And that's yeah. a majority of mine. And once I do that, then I have, like, the, what, 10 named kills, which I'm at. 60 something percent or 73 percent of that and then the extractions so like i'll have this game one kate as well so at least until the dlc comes and if they up the achievements there but well. oh we'll still get them now now we're committed Bron. right once exactly. you get the 1k it's like titanfall 2 i really almost don't want that game to come out because 
I have Titanfall one a hundred percent. It's I mean, it's I it's like I automatically have to do the sequel, and I yeah. felt that way with Borderlands. I did it to Borderlands one, so I had to one K Borderlands two, and I had to get a hundred percent of all the DLC, and then. Then the next one came out and the game sucked so bad. I finally said, forget it. <laughs> but I, I, I felt like I got to get a hundred percent of, you know, the, what was it? The, the, the pre-sequel or whatever. And I, I hated that game so bad. So I never did it, but yeah, I think that's what I'm worried about. It's like, ah, oh, crap. Now that I'm at one K all DLC, I'm going to have to complete it. Right. <laughs> so, so. But, oh, yeah, but again, it, with the, with the, I wanted to say too, you were talking about how you went down we we both figured we're lost about about the same right. roughly but i would recommend people do it earlier rather than later if you want to just knock that out and you, you just want to boost that achievement and be done with it i would recommend doing it earlier rather than later because you're you rank up a lot quicker the 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 lower ranks that you are you can make that up really fast where Braun made up and exceeded he went from a, what, a, what'd you say, a 15 to a 22? 17 to 22. A 17 to a 22. In the same time frame he did that, I went from a 35 back to a 37. So I only went up two where he went up like five or six ranks. So, you know, he, it, it, it didn't matter. It almost didn't matter to him that he lost it because he gained it that quick, where after the same amount of time, I was back to where I was. So the higher you are, it's probably going to take you a lot longer to get there. But if you're well past rank 50, then it doesn't matter because the highest you have to just be ranked 50 or higher to buy the gear. So if you're at a rank 70, it doesn't even matter if you lose 10 ranks. You're not losing anything. Right. At least at this point. So, but yeah, if you do it, go boost it in an earlier rank. You're going to make it up and it's not even going to be noticeable. So, yeah, I might have to go do the dailies. I didn't do the dailies after eight o'clock tonight. I might have to go back and. Hop on at like 7 p.m. tomorrow, run the dailies, and then run the dailies again after 8. Catch back up. <laughs> so, got to get those Phoenix credits. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think yeah, I, so. I got three three spots left to get high-end, and then I'll have everything will be high-end as well. Except for all the uh, attachments and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. I started buying attachments today. I bought a, I bought a blueprint for a high-end magazine and a high-end scope. Yeah. So, like, okay. one of my weapons is not only is it high end, every itch, every attachment except one is high end. Yeah. I need a high end grip uh, uh, blueprint, yeah, and then I, I can make that. Yeah, the so. first blueprint I bought was the black market AK because I know a lot of people run with that or have been running with that. So I know it's just like, well, I don't want to buy one and just be stuck with that one. I want to be able to just keep pumping them out if I can. So it's that's why I went ahead and got the blueprint i love i love the idea of blueprints just being able to build them yeah but yeah so yeah the division i played the division this week um really just worked on dailies worked on challenges uh or a couple challenge modes to get a couple guaranteed high end um i will say that the russian consulate on challenging is ridiculous um not my favorite thing to do at all. <laughs> uh, but the, what is it? The tunnel. The tunnel is the one that's to me is like the easiest one to do. So Lincoln tunnel, I think over on the far left hand side, like you can actually skip even a skip one whole part of it and just continue past. If you just run to the right and then beat that one was pretty easy. So, 
for the challenging. Yeah, for the challenge. Yeah, Lincoln Tunnels definitely do. I've done, in fact, I ran that after you left. We did that again today, and I got another 30. Um, if you want to do a hard one, Carbide pointed me out to the Police Academy. You can launch that one on hard. And then where you walk up to where it says, you know, basically points you to go into a building, you actually turn around and you put the expendable shield like right up against the door. And then you go into cover and then you kind of walk through the door and then uh and you once you're in that room you walk back a room or two kick off the uh echo there and you walk back to that door you were at and and touch you know want do something on the little computer and then it basically kicks off the boss fight outside that door so you can skip the entire level and just go straight to the boss and you can farm anywhere from two to three phoenix credits every I don't know, 10 minutes probably. I mean, it still takes a while because you got the first part, you got to listen to the freaking dudes talking and then you got to do the, you know, but it, it, it maybe 10 minutes to, to, to do that battle on hard. And then you get three credits. So it's actually faster than going into the dark zone and trying to find a boss. Right. You know, because I don't know how many times I walked into where a boss should be and then they're not there. Cause some other group just cleared them out. And that's frustrating too, about the dark zone. It's, for all the things I like about it, there's equally about as many things I don't like. But yeah. But yeah, so did a division, played some Battlefield 4, not as much as I wanted to this weekend because it was double XP weekend. Um, played some Rocket League. I got the back car. Uh, played with Brentley for FNL. By the way, most people picked FNL, but we were the only two there. So yeah, we, we jumped so much up. for the Facebook polls. <laughs> so we jumped you over. You can't vote if you don't show up. <laughs> yeah. So we jumped, we jumped over and played a couple rounds of battlefield. Um, uh, the one thing in rocket league is I went from prospect three up to the first gold level on rank. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, and then I also did the, played some of that track mania, uh, turbo which to me was trials with cars um i think i have a gold medal in every i, I know i gold medaled the first 10 and i think i'm into the next three in the second group of 10 and i've gold medaled every one of those i think so um that's the thing with me in those games it's like i just keep doing it until i gold medal so it takes me forever to beat them but it was just something to like, oh, I got like 10, 15 minutes. Let me just burn through a couple of these. But I'll probably go back to Rocket League there. Um, but yeah, that's all for that. Um, let's see. Some general announcements before we get to roundtable. Of course, uh, patreon.com slash this Xbox life if you'd like to become a patron. Or if you'd like to send some single donations, you can go to twitchalerts.com slash donate slash this Xbox life. So we have a couple things in this uh, a couple topics, I guess. They're more maybe like quick discussions, if you want to call it. Oh, I'm going to inject one real quick before we get started. Okay. I, I forgot to add it in there, and then I got talking about the division. So the, the first thing, it's still on that division link, but I wanted to talk to you guys real quick about predictions for e3 because there's been some things that have uh, phil spencer and mikey barra have both tweeted out about discuss talking about 
E3 and their their you know the plans that the, they've been doing. So Phil Spencer said, "Great E3 review today. Teams did a great job highlighting what they have coming. Inspiring team." And then Mikey Barra said, "What a crazy week! Excited about the future." Um, and then one of the things they talked about early, uh, as well was that um, Mikey Barras teased that the last year that the studio is working on the, uh, I'm sorry. He said last year that they were working on two to three features of the same game changing level as backwards compatibility compatibility was last year. So when backwards compatibility was announced in last E3, I mean, that was big. Even, even all the anti Microsoft uh, game sites said that was huge. Um, now the word is, is that there's two to three things as exciting or as game changing as that was planned for this E3. So hmm. uh, do you game guys sharing? think game sharing, you, game sharing, <laughs> game sharing would be friggin' huge. Yeah. Okay. So that's Fam- my question. Families and families and friends or whatever they called it. It was like up to 10 people or something when they were first initially talking about it. And I was just like, that'd be perfect. You know, and you know, cause some of those things, like I think with the game sharing that we might bump into is it might be like, well, only one person can play it at a time. So it's not what we have the game sharing or the system sharing between each, you know, two people now, but at least if it's a game that I'm not playing, then somebody else could play it. So, but we'll see. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, no, that's what I'm looking for. So, so, okay. So my question to you guys is, do you think that that's now this was said a long time ago, this was back when that original statement was made. Um, so do you, do you, do you think that that's a, does that hold water? Do you guys really think that they've got two to three major announcements that they're going to be able to uncover at E3 or do you think it's just, hype because they know Sony's going to come out huge with the Sony VR and Microsoft doesn't really have an answer to it. You know, VR is huge this year with, uh, was it steam's got it? Sony's got it. Uh, Oculus rift is out. Then there's what the, the gear VR. So all these people are releasing VR and, and Xbox doesn't have that. Uh, and we know HoloLens is out there, but it just, you know, it's not consumer based yet. Um, so do you think that maybe this is just trying to come up with stuff because they don't have an answer to VR or do you think there really is something out there? And then what do you guys think? So Brian, you said game sharing, which I I think would be like drop the mic type of thing. If, if, if Sony doesn't have that and we come out and say, yeah, by the way, you, you could always do it with one frame, but now you can do it with 10 or whatever. Boom, drop the mic and walk away. You just won. I don't, I think regardless of what anybody else could do, if no one else has game sharing and you do it, wow. Yeah. But what else? What do you I guys mean, think? Yeah, it, it's just weird because while everybody else is concentrating on a gimmick, you know, Microsoft is coming out and concentrating on gaming. So, you know, Sony and all those guys can concentrate on, you know, the the next, you know, 10-minute thing to do, which is VR. <laughs> I love this. I love saying it this way because I love how it kind of works people up sometimes. I'm, I'm kind of being... I'm kind of being like over <laughs> the thing, but no, like with Sony doing PlayStation VR, I know v, uh, pl- uh, VR is like a huge thing and, and it should be, I mean, it could be game changing, um, but I don't have a thousand dollars to go do anything VR. And I mean, I know PlayStation VR is coming in at, 
you know, the four to five hundred dollar range based on the extra components that you may need. If you have a PlayStation, you, you do need them. You that's the thing. So what the well, if you the, haven't already the, owned them, that's what I mean. If you well, have a PlayStation and already have some control, you already have what move, move then yeah, all you need camera. to do is buy the four hundred dollar headset. But if yeah. you don't own that, then it's a five hundred dollar set. So yeah. Yeah. and what Oculus is six hundred. Oculus and is I, six and Vive is yeah, eight. Something like that. Yeah. Ooh, eight. Wow. Yeah. Well, Vive and for Vive Oculus. Is, yeah. Vive Oculus, is, you yeah. need almost like a, what? $1,500 PC to run it. It depends. You can run, you can run to see if your machine can run it now. Vive I has thought they lot- were saying that the Oculus needed like a $3,000 machine. They, no. uh, the last I heard, they were like, what's out there on the market today is barely going to run it. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw somebody that just posted, they have an I five and they have a, I think a GTX 980 graphics card. You know, it's what it's like what a yeah. three hundred and three hundred forty dollar graphics card or whatever. I mean, if you're if you're an enthusiast already, then you're going to have the machine for it. True, um, but uh, it, you know, and it's and then the Vive is actually a little bit more, but the Vive to me is the one where it's really hitting that three dimensional space. Like they want you to get up and move around and. That's why they have those extra, a, a lot of extra cameras. I think they have like a full 360 camera set up. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, where Oculus is like couch-based and uh, VR is, is couch-based slash some movement. Uh, that's why I believe you need the camera. Um, but while a lot of groups are working on that, you know, what 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 are other gamers supposed to do? You know, to me... Uh, PC gamers obviously have plenty of PC games to play without, you know, having to worry about VR, but with Sony going all in on this VR stuff, which is cool. Don't, I'm not blasting for all going all in. What's everybody else supposed to do? You know, what, what, you know, it's like saying, you know, Xbox only working on connect titles and saying, you know, like, here's this Connect, you know, go buy one. And by the way, all of our studios are working on Connect titles. Well, what's everybody else supposed to do? You know, it's just, that's the way I'm thinking. And that's where I think where Microsoft's coming in and they're doing stuff for the gamers. And a lot of it may seem like, oh, they're trying to catch up and they're trying to do this and try to do that. But I, I don't think they are. I think they're trying to go back to their original vision that when they announced the Xbox One. Um. Yeah, you know, all the VR stuff that is dropping and is going to drop later on this year, year after and such, it's all very cool. And some of the stuff is just downright amazing uh, in terms of the capabilities and the visuals and immersing you in the environment. It's the way that things are going to go. However, you know, companies are just, putting so much money and so much time into this thing, how much is it really going to net them initially, at least in 2016? So you've got Sony who's putting in this, uh, what the PlayStation VR, Sony VR, what's it called? It's the Sony one. It's PlayStation PlayStation VR. VR? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're doing PlayStation VR. The majority of people, were balking at the price of the Xbox One when it was four ninety nine for a console, right? And here's an accessory that is just so expensive. I know the Connect that one fifty when it came out, that was like what the top selling 
accessory for consoles ever or something just in terms of how many were sold and then immediately started collecting dust. Yeah. But, but all of this VR stuff, as cool as it is for the majority of people, 99% of the people I know probably for us and the majority of our listeners hearing about all the stuff and even experiencing it is it's, it's like going to an exotic car show. All right. You see all these amazing Ferraris, Zondas, and who knows what kind of vehicles out there. Just beautiful. You want it, but you're not going to get it. You're not going to have that experience just because it's, it's out of reach for one reason or another. Like I said, I know there's people out there. They're going to drop the money for the VR headset. How many games are they going to play? Who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I already have friends that have, have pre-ordered them, and I'm definitely going to go over to their house sure. when I have a chance <laughs> to play it because I am, I'm excited to see it. I'm not excited to jump out there and buy it because, for one, I tend not to buy the first version of anything sure. hardware. Right, right. You know, it's just like I've, I've mm-hmm. you know, I've been burnt before, so I kind of learned. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But the, but the thing is, is like, you know, but there, there's a couple things that kind of bug me about the VR stuff. And definitely when it comes to the PlayStation VR, and, and one of them is, is like, there already, there's the, also the rumors about the PlayStation 4.5. It's supposed to have better sure. processor right. and better graphics and to be better for PlayStation VR. So okay. if I, if I could see them doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, the one thing is if they're going to say, oh, you know, the games play good. Hopefully all games work on both consoles or else they're just, dumping on everybody who you know the we have 40 million people and we're going to trash 40 million people because if you have playstation vr you're only going to get the real experience if you go buy another playstation that would be a huge mistake and i don't think they're going to do that that's how you double your sales yeah yeah i don't think they'll do that though i I mean i i think it'll be more like you know medium scale graphics high scale graphics maybe something like that um but you know that's one thing that bugs about bugs me about it. Now Microsoft said they are partnering with Oculus Rift. What last E three or two E threes ago? But they said really what it is, it's going to be more like the streaming. You know, like how you stream to the PC, yeah. you can stream to Oculus Rift, so you can put your Oculus Rift on and play a game. And it was almost like using your Xbox controller. Yeah, yeah, Wasn't that it? Like, yeah. But it was like you well, know got that controller. That, with yeah, it was the the partnership. I think was that an Xbox One controller ships with the headset. Right. I don't believe or I don't recall any discussion that you could use Oculus with Xbox. However, what if? And smarter martyr brought this up in the chat. What if that is the bomb? Okay, we know Sony's got it. We we mentioned all the other companies who got it. Oculus is shipping. Okay, they've already started to ship. In fact, I saw an article today or yesterday that uh, whoever did the first pre-order, some dude in Alaska, that somebody from the Oculus actually went up and hand gave it to him, flew up there with it and gave it to him in person. Uh, so these things are shipping. What if come June they 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 come out and and they say, oh by the way. That Oculus Rift thing that's out there, yeah, works on Xbox. Because if and think about it, if they stayed out of it and said we're not going to invest in it, 
but we're going to go with something like going to partner with someone else like Oculus, who's got all this money to dive, in, dive into it and they partner with it. Yeah. I mean, right now it's as far as we know, you can use their controller. It's synced at a, you know, they're using that and, and maybe that's all there is. But if there's some big wow moment, then all of a sudden the Xbox not went from not having any VR to boom, you can run the Oculus on it today. You can hook it up. It works. Use the same controller. It'll connect. And I thought, well, maybe it's not powerful enough. But if the PlayStation is powerful enough, they're 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 practically identical. Okay, the PS4 and the Xbox One are practically identical. And depends it, on who you ask, though. It depends on who you ask. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> the difference is faster RAM on the PS4. That's it. I mean, they're they're basically both PCs. Yeah. They're almost identical. Okay, well, so if you can run you know, VR on a PlayStation 4, you should be able to do it on the Xbox One. So yeah. you bring up an interesting point because for the majority of people that are running the Oculus, it's going to run on a Windows PC. Exactly. And what is an Xbox? It is a Windows 10 based PC. Also, much. to go further, oh, well, okay, well, the Xbox One isn't powerful enough to run it. Only the PlayStation 4 is. Okay. Have you heard of Azure? I mean, we saw and we talked about this crackdown demo where it tags on to all these other servers in the cloud as your world is, you know, getting this massive destruction. Why can't they stream the content to you? Uh, what was it on live and that company Sony bought that the oh, I can't remember the name of it. I know what it is, but it was a streaming, you know, where you play the game on a server essentially, and you're just streaming the results of what you're, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I can't remember what that was called but that company, but we got Azure, we got the cloud, you can stream it. And why not? Why wouldn't you be able to use Oculus then? If you're just streaming it through and playing it in the cloud, that I think would be huge. Cause all of a sudden Xbox one would be like, yeah, we, we had no plans and then boom. Oh, by the way, we have VR available today via Oculus Rift. So if you bought it for your PC, guess what? You can use it on your Xbox one as well. I mean, that would be mind blowing because no one, everyone thinks at this point that Xbox doesn't have an answer. Everybody's thinking, oh, well, it's HoloLens. You know, and, okay, and HoloLens yeah, so. might get there, but it's different. It's alternate reality, right? Yeah, it's, HoloLens, it's, right it HoloLens is not an Xbox device. HoloLens right. is HoloLens. It may, it, it could be someday. And I think people are thinking well, that's what they're thinking. It's self contained, though. Isn't it like a PC on your melon? HoloLens is HoloLens. If, if they ever make an app or a game that would run on HoloLens, then that's completely up to them. But there's no, as far as I've ever seen, and they never came out, they've never come out and say that HoloLens and Xbox will work together. Well, I'm not expecting that right, at this yeah, point. Just, but it, I think a lot of people are thinking that, that's, that HoloLens eventually will come on Xbox. And that's where Microsoft is going. They're skipping the VR. They're going with AR instead. Okay. And maybe, maybe that is on the Xbox roadmap. Cause again, our console essentially is a windows 10 PC. Now yeah. it is a windows well, 10 device. That's what it is now. And we're getting, we're getting universal windows platform apps this year. So you're going to, anything you can run on your windows 10 as a, that's a universal windows app. will be able to run on the Xbox one. We're, we know they're coming out with a uh, DVR TV DVR functionality. We, we know all this stuff's coming. So I think that the whole Oculus thing would be a huge bomb drop. You know, that, that is, I mean, boom out. Yeah. yeah. We got game sharing with your friends. 
Boom. We got Oculus Rift support. Boom. And I mean, oh my gosh, that would just be like, I think the world would, the video game world would implode. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and, and my, it, it, my, you know what? It would, it would implode with all the people trashing it. Yeah. Even with all that stuff. Well, cause yeah, there's a couple of things like uh, HoloLens may, may, you know, may work with Xbox in the future or whatever, but HoloLens is going to be like a $1,400 device. It, it, it is least, going to be yeah. very expensive. And, well, and, and, and that's because ones are like 3k, be, right? It's the dev units. Yeah. Are three or $3,000, Oh, but price Four? prices will drop. I mean, true, true, but they, I'm they just, will drop. I mean, they will over time. I mean, I think they were losing money on the connect when it first came out. Cause it was so ahead of its time, you know, now it's like packed in, you know, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure that everybody that that's listening or whatever knows that, HoloLens is not Xbox's VR. That it, no, no. It's just, and we're not saying it is, and you guys aren't either. I know that, but right. I hear it all the time. And when I read it, and it's just like, yeah, PlayStation VR, take that, you know, Xbox and your HoloLens. And I just want to put like, HoloLens is not Xbox. It's like, I don't know how to explain that a HoloLens is a augmented reality, you know, device meant for all applica- you know, applications across everything, you know, architecture well, people, and but, science and schools right, but people and <laughs> but people make the connection they look at True. it i mean you, you got to look at where we follow this closely mm-hmm. okay the general public does not so they see microsoft as a headset sony has a headset right. oculus has a headset they think it's the same thing True. Yeah. So it's natural for someone to say hololens is for the for the xbox i mean i get how they make this connection and they're completely opposite. That's not, yeah. As far right. as we know, there's no intent to bring it to Xbox. They may, yeah, but we, you, we have no idea. But, you know, again, th- I, outside of those two things, I think those would be huge. I mean, oh my gosh, would I be in love with my console again? You know, yeah, we, if you go back <laughs> last year and listen to our episodes, one of the episodes was Xbox does not need to go and build a, a, a VR. They just need to partner with an existing VR. So they don't have right. any of the cost on the hardware. They don't have any of the risk. You know, right. the only thing they may lose is if they, they put one of their first party uh, developers to make a game. I mean, that's their risk is making the game for it. But I'm 100% agreement agreement that, you know, they should team up with Oculus and it, it's $600. Now, of course, what you're first going to hear, this is what you're going to hear is... Oh yeah, yours is six hundred dollars. Ours is four hundred dollars, and it's gonna be like, well, ours works on PC as well, and yours doesn't. You know what I mean? So it's like the the buying an Oculus it has a multitask as long as you like you said your PC can run it. Um, but yeah, I would agree that I think doing that was would be the best. Now I thought there was some sort of Oculus support coming through PC streaming. So like when you're streaming from your Xbox to your PC, which we have today. I thought that they were going to be able to use an Oculus Rift to basically make the Rift the screen. Like, it's not VR, it's basically just the screen on your face. Which is, if you look at PlayStation VR, all games for all PlayStation games are going to work with PlayStation VR. It's either going to make it look like you're sitting in a, you know, sitting in a room in front of a huge TV screen playing the game, or it's a VR game. And I believe I believe I'm right on that. 
So, which, which, which so, is funny because it was a stupid idea when Xbox was doing it with Oculus Rift, but it's a really cool idea now. So, which I think it's a cool idea no, ma- no matter what. But, <laughs> but, um, so what if, what if the thing is you have integration because right now you can stream your Xbox to your Windows? And what if because you have your, if you have an Oculus hooked up to your PC and you're streaming your Xbox to your PC, boom, you can now see it through the Oculus? That's that's what I thought was announced when they did the whole controller. They announced they announced Oculus support. I thought that's what was announced. Well, we'll have to I'll have to what's we'll dig on that one because I yeah. just don't recall. But I'm trying to think of how it could come. But I, I think that would be a huge bomb if they come out because I, I don't. The thing I see is that this could, even though I think VR is a fad, I don't think a lot of people are going to be buying them because they are cost. You know, it's a lot. It's very expensive. Um, you know, it's like, I think someone else in the chat here said, not only do you need the move controllers, you also have to have the PlayStation I as well. They are required with that $400 headset. Um, so you, if you don't own those, those are another hundred plus dollars. I don't know what the cost is to get the controllers and the camera, but I, I remember it was, I think it's at least a hundred dollars was for one article. So your minimum to get into that is 500 bucks if you don't already own it. So you're, you're not that far off from an Oculus. You know, and again, but then the Oculus, you've got the PC to consider. So, um, you know, so if the Xbox has it, I think that'd be awesome. I love the idea of game sharing. And we've already heard them say that, you know, this was their original vision. So I'm I'm hoping they drop it at E3 saying it's coming this year. Mm -hmm. Rob, uh, what do you think? Any, any, what do you want to hear from Phil or anybody else at Xbox at, at E3 this year? You know, okay, so the whole VR thing, that would definitely be cool, but expensive, out of reach for most people. Game sharing, definitely cool. Um, I would not be surprised that any of the things that they originally promised with the Xbox would be the things that we would start seeing possibly. Again, which brings game sharing uh, right up to the forefront of what I think might happen. Um, besides that, I mean, would it matter if they had original Xbox game sharing, you know, cause we've got the 360 backwards compatibility. I mean, I said game sharing, didn't I? I meant uh, backwards compatibility. What if you could play the original what, project dark? Oh, wait, you, you know can, what? I, I read and it sucks. I read an article. <laughs> Phil Spencer said that was something he wanted. Yeah, it, it's but they're got to work. I think that if it ever happens, it's going to be way down. Yeah, because they got to get through the 360 catalog first. Yeah, the, but yeah, those original Xbox games, a lot of them are just not good. Digital game rentals. Today's <laughs> digital game rentals. Okay, one thing, and we talked about this last week. I would not be surprised to see something about the digital game trade-in because we heard that, you know, they were doing the the surveys about that. So I would not be surprised to hear some of that. That would be fairly easy for them to do. I would think just take a game away from you and drop a couple bucks in. You turn it in it automatically deletes it. It can save your game, save your game, save separate. It's in a cloud. It deletes the, it deletes the title off of your, your console automatically. You know, it just says in saying yeah. delete it and uh, one, you know, then they credit you the 10%. I mean, that's not hard to do. 
was, I was <laughs> listening. I was listening to a show or another podcast, and they were wondering. You know, somebody said, "Well, it's it's kind of." I don't want to say they they said it was kind of dumb, but it was kind of dumb. And I'm just sitting there going, "Don't say it's dumb when people do it with physical copies all the time." Well, no, but you know, you know what? it's just like it. it it is kind of dumb because it, because this was going to be my other point was the thing is why would why would Microsoft do that? Okay, and this is that's what I'm getting ready to say. They in retail in physical world, you give someone ten percent of the retail cost, you get a disc, and you resell it. Okay, you can't resell a digital copy. Oh, you can't. Sure, you oh, can't yes, resell you can. it. Yes, you can. Okay, so here here's the example. If I'm Walmart well, and I buy a hundred physical copies of Halo Five, right? And I and I have to buy them and I purchase them. So now I have to sell them, right? And and that's where, like, you know, if they sell them at a loss, they sell them at a loss, whatever. They probably sell them no matter what. And then in digital world, like say Steam or anything like that, they purchase a bank of a hundred CD keys, right? And uh, for a game, and they go and they sell those 100 keys. Well, after they're done with 100, they got to go buy 101, you know, another key. They got to go buy another key. So they're paying the developer and purchasing this key. So if you buy back one of your keys for six bucks, and then you can resell that, that license, that key, basically, you're buying back a license so you can sell a license. So if you buy 100 licenses of a game and you sell all 100 of them, you know, your next license is going to be 60 bucks. But if you bought a license back for six bucks and you resold that license, you know, you just made money. Yeah, I mean, they could put it in their system so that anything that sold went into a digital used game store and they just say, you know, so I mean, every game is sitting there at a discounted price and you would go into the used game store. But I, I, I don't think in a digital world that makes sense because it's we don't digital is not i don't think you could have a a $60 version of the division and a $30 version of the division both digital do you oh, know what I, i'm saying it I, doesn't it, it 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 for them to give you the money back for microsoft to give you 10% that is dumb of them because how are they going to sell or make money off it gamestop no. makes money off of your you, no, you know, trade in your old stuff. I don't see how Microsoft can make any money off of that because now you have, oh, well, we've got Brun sold his copy. So we have one copy in the used game store. No, no, no. So, okay, here, here's my, here would be the example. I, you're, you're the developer. I buy the game off of you, say 60 bucks, right? Or, you know, like say 30 bucks is what I, you know, I buy it from you at or, or whatever. And then I turn around, I sell it for 60, right? So there's 60 bucks. And then I buy it back for six and then I sell it for 60 bucks again. Right. Because it's digital. There's no, you can't sell it back. That doesn't, I don't, I don't, but (laughs) if they, if they take some of that 60 bucks that they resold that game with so instead of making $30, they're making $50 and they give 10 of that to the developer, the developers made 10 more bucks you know, off of a used game sale, and then Microsoft has made ten bucks off that used game. Okay, so but in that theory, then what you're saying is the digital, the digital game store works exactly like retail, and I don't believe it does. I don't see it as it does. I see that 
Microsoft says, okay, Ubisoft, we're going to put the division on our store. We're going to sell it for 60 bucks. And at the end of the month, hey, we sold this many copies. Here's your $30 per title. Right. I don't think they buy so many digital licenses. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't believe it works that way. And it could. I mean, I have no clue. I just wouldn't imagine. I don't imagine that the digital world works that way. Because like with XBLA, when it was around, these guys would get their money after the fact. Yeah. Like, I you was, know, so I, I would imagine it because it's digital, it would work the same for, uh, you know, AAA titles that it goes on the store and it sells and then you get your money afterwards. And I would imagine digital movies and TV and digital music, you know, I don't think that iTunes is paying some music company for a million copies of an album and then they got to hope they sell those. No, uh, yeah, I think knows, they, they but... sell it and then they give the money. Hey, here's how many sales you had. Here's your cut mm-hmm. after the fact. So in that, if that's how it works, then I don't think a digital used game store works because Microsoft would make no money. All they're going to do is you're going to delete it. And they're going to give you six bucks and hope that. But again, it's six dollars. It basically gives you a six dollar. They don't really lose. They're just taking six dollars off of you buying something else digitally. So they don't necessarily lose, right. but they don't make money off of it. And, and and the other thing is too is if you know like, and this is based on the what I was saying. I was hearing the thing they were they were going over the you know buying banks of CD you know licenses of CD keys and stuff like that. Um, you know, if they did something like that and bought one from six bucks, no, there's no digital used game store where you're buying it for cheaper because the digital copy was used. No, you're when you buy a digital game, you're buying it for whatever it is on the store. If it's sixty bucks, right, it's sixty right, bucks. Right. They they honestly they don't care what you're buying it for. You're you're buying it for whatever it is. Um, to them, it would be for the ones they buy back if they can resell, re, you know, resell and make the money there. But the way I've heard is, you know, if a dig- digital resell, the developer isn't cut out of it. Where, you know, the physical right. game sells, the developer is cut out of it because it's not a publisher. It's not a, you know, it's a store buying. Well, the that's because there's no game. resell. Right. There's no way to resell it. That's the whole thing. So, yeah, it's Microsoft says, OK, we're going to all you're doing is Microsoft says, you're going to delete this off of your, we sold you something. We're going to delete it off. You have no longer have the right to pay for it. We're going to give you $6 in your Microsoft wallet that you can use to buy your quote next $60 game or whatever you want. And, and, and eventually you're, you know, yeah. So they might, if you rent a movie for six bucks, well then they, they, they get nothing off that rental. But if you buy another $60 digital title and then out costs you $54, Mm-hmm. Okay, they got fifty four dollars out of you, and they only have to. So yeah, they didn't get. And if they pay the developer thirty bucks, they they added their thirty dollars. They only got twenty four. They still made money. So yeah, it's it may be more of an encouragement to get you to continually buy more digital stuff, right? But so I can see why like the dumb comment comes in because you cannot resell it. So it kind of doesn't make sense. The only way I can see it is like yeah, Microsoft to encourage you. To, to do this or buy more digitally and give you a discount on something else or your next purchase. But yeah, and, and to them, they anyway. may just see it as, Hey, we're doing you a favor because everybody's complaint is you can't resell a physical copy. So they're letting you, they're right. giving you the option to resell a physical copy. So just, yeah, if you want a few bucks, we'll throw you a few bucks, but we're going to have to delete it off your console period. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. And it Which might just be way, Hey, it's a good faith. It's a good, we're giving you what you want right. and we're going to take a cut 
you know, or we're going to take a smaller profit well, on the next thing you you buy because they're not see, handing they're, you cash back, which is it doesn't cost them anything to do this. Yeah, and plus you're getting more there's than what more, GameStop would give you. <laughs> there's some more to it because there's also like uh, psychological impacts to this and a couple of other things. So, does this work? First of all, GameStop billions of dollars a year is their pro or I won't say their profit, but uh, I think they made something like six, seven billion a year in total revenue. But anyway, I know all, some of that is new games, but there's probably a good chunk of that that's used games. Oh, I bet you so, the majority is used. Yeah. So billions <laughs> of dollars a year in this. Now, for the folks that, let's say, need this type of system, that the people that use GameStop and such, what do they typically do? They go in, they pick up a bunch of pick up a bunch of their old games they go in and they get a couple quarters for them essentially you know just a fraction of their original value and now they have something new to play but also their old game library has gone away currently what we do i mean i know uh, i don't know about you bron but i know mark and i we have at least we have at least a hundred games you yeah. know xbox one uh digital library and we only play one at, <laughs> yeah. yeah but i mean at any point at any point like today you could go back and you could play sunset overdrive you could go back and play max cursive the brotherhood any of those games rise you could play it but if you get to a point of where you've played out everything you want to get some money back, you can cash in 10 of those, 20, whatever it is. But now you've reduced your gaming library to the point of in the future, you, your choices are a lot more limited and you're more apt to go to purchase something new. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, I've got a lot of, I've got a ton of games that I have not finished, but if I traded in half of them, you know, my options are greatly reduced in what I'm going to play. I, there's got to be some kind of psychological aspect to this where they've analyzed this and they've said, Hey, if we allow this, not only are we going to get revenue mm -hmm. for new titles, we're going to get revenue in the store because let's say you trade in, two games and you get 12 bucks back well you're gonna have to kick in another 40 or 50 bucks to get a new title and you're more apt to get that mindset of hey i've got 12 dollars in my you know microsoft account this new game that's 60 bucks it's not going to cost me 60 bucks. It's going to cost me 48. You know, that's much easier on the wall. You know, it's all that psychological stuff that we convince well, ourselves. Of well, I think the big one is making purchases. Yeah. I think the psychological thing, the big one in my mind is like, Hey, I got uh, 10 games here that I haven't touched in two and a half years. Oh, look, that equals 60 bucks. And there's this new Hitman game out that I want to play. Oh, right. there's my Hitman game for free, you know, in my mind. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So you're going to get people, let's say they weren't even going to buy anything and you, they get that thing. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get Hitman. So Microsoft makes revenue. Who does Hitman? Is that Ubisoft? No, that's uh, Square no. Enix. 
Yeah, Square Enix. So Square Enix gets their cut. And I don't know how Microsoft does stuff in the store. I imagine they would be just like everybody else, like Google with the Play Store or Apple with uh, the Apple Store, where they get a sizable chunk of the digital sale. I don't know if it's 30% like the other guys, but right. You know, it, it benefits them to get activity in the, in the <coughs> store as people are purchasing things. That's what they want. They want you to go and purchase and they're just helping you. All right. But anyway, <laughs> there was that and there was something else I was going to mention. And now I totally forgot what it was. Oh man, what the heck was it? Well, I think so, I think we burned this one into the ground. So if you think about <laughs> yeah. it, Rob, definitely chime back in because I, I like I like hearing we don't hear enough from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like what you have to yeah, say. Man. That was some very valid good points. Um, but we probably need to move on. <laughs> so much for your yeah. short show, Bron. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, yeah, no, no. One topic for an hour. So I wanna to bring up uh Tom Clancy's the division. Yes, we've been talking a lot about it. So if you're like me, you're you're like now what? I've one K'd the game. I've I've hit level thirty. I'm, you know, maybe I'm not all, I'm not level I'm not ranked fifty in the dark zone yet, but I'm close. So I've done all the missions. Uh, there's nothing left. What's next? So uh, they're going to have two free updates here very soon. They're talking about incursions coming up in April, which is uh they're going to be that's the the division's take on the raid. Um, so. Which, if you're wondering what a raid is, basically it's a longer, more challenging boss filled dungeon, if you will, that requires groups of people to coordinate uh, uh, to take it out. And usually there's puzzle, at least in like Destiny, there was puzzle aspects of, you know, you, you can't just go in and beat up on a guy. There were certain things you had to do to make other events trigger so that you could progress. And um, so, but um, I forgot why, why I even put this in here. Um, the big uh, okay, so they, they they teased a big upcoming update that'll add new end game activities, um, and we really don't know what that is. So, um, Brun, what do you what do you envision for a destined? I'm sorry, uh, division styled raid? Because I know you've done raids in Destiny, and yep. I don't know what other games you've done that might have done a, a raid to it. But how do you envision this? coming into the destiny world um well me i was in there's a couple things that i was thinking about if i was going to do a raid in the division and one would be what it would be more as like a territorial type of thing so um a large skyscraper in new york city let's say um you know, the boss is at the top. You got to work your way up, you know, and each, you know, each certain set of floors or something else going on or, or something like that. Um, or, you know, you're, you're heading over to the docks and there's an oil rig. Cause everybody's seen like the oil rig, uh, on the thing where people kind of glitched through the fence and got through the area, uh, ahead of time. There's a big like oil tanker ship over there. So, you know, trying to, get that back or, or, or something like that. So it, it, to me, it's gotta be something that the, the division needs to take to help the city of New York or to help take things back. Um, 
So it would be something it's like, hey, you know, this is our life support. Like the harbor is our life support, but we can't we have to take over the harbor. And it's like a multi point type of thing. I think a I think a skyscraper or, or you know, like a very tall building would be would be an interesting one to, to do it that way. So that's kind of what I was thinking to see if they would do. Um, obviously you don't want to make it just like, you know, like the missions that we have now are, you know, anywhere from, you know, if you do it on challenging, you can usually beat one between 30, 45 minutes to an hour, I would say based on your group and your equipment. Um, but these ones here are going to take probably a few hours. Um, most likely we'll have checkpoints, multi-day play. I mean, you're, sometimes you might have to put the controller down and come back later to play it. Um, but I see it as as something like that. Taking taking something back. That's just not, you know, one of the small little missions. Like, oh, we're taking back the the police department, you know, police academy. This thing here is going to be like, we're taking back Central Park, you know, something very big. You know where it's gonna be something like that. But what about you? I, I don't know. I think kind of what you said. Just you know, I'm kind of in agreement. Uh, it's just gonna be something that's going to take. Uh, I, I don't want like I tell you what. Like those that try to challenge the the story missions on challenging those those are freaking hard. I don't want that. Um, I definitely don't mind something that takes a good length of time. Um, I, I, I th- but I want something that's going to take maybe more than four people. I'd like to see somehow maybe we can get groups. If it's going to be really challenging then and long, then give us maybe a bigger group than four people to tackle it. Uh, you know, allow multiple groups to go in and attack. Um, what was it? Never winter nights. You could end up with, you know, uh, same with defiance. You could end up with, you know, uh, 50 people around the big boss trying to take it out. I mean, <laughs> that was kind of cool. You know, I don't know if the division could support something like that. Um, but I think that would be kind of cool. Uh, Destiny with their, you know, all of a sudden a public event appeared. Um, obviously, this is a different type of world, so that wouldn't happen. But, um, yeah, I think something that you could get more than just your four people in to take on would be fun. Um, I never really liked the destiny raids. I felt they were just freaking impossible. You know, it was just like, I want what I, what I like so far about Dest uh, the division is that everybody can play it. It's like, it's achievable you can get some really good gear and you can play the game. You can play all the aspects of the game and not feel like you can't do anything. When I've gone into some raids on destiny with people, it's like, I can't even, I'm shooting these guys and it does nothing because I'm so low or I don't have the, I haven't ground out 500 hours worth of gear to have that one piece of equipment that, you know, will only turn around and get nerfed in the next update. You know? So that's what I really like about the division is I feel like, it's all, you know, I mean, my gosh, I've one K'd the thing. I've done everything in this game pretty much that there is to do. Now I'm just doing the dailies, having fun, helping other people. I'm jumping in, helping other people accomplish stuff. I'm still loving the game. I, you know, and I want that, that easy access. If you, it's not easy. There's time commitment, 
But I like that it's all can be done if you commit some time to it. It's not like, oh my gosh, I can never do this. Where I felt that way with Destiny. Like I'll never be able to I there's raids I've never done just because I I didn't put five hundred hours into the game. And I put a lot of time into Destiny. And I still was never good enough with the right amount of gear because I didn't put enough time into it, you know? And I'm like, my gosh, I think I've got like 170 hours in Destiny, something like that. Or I know it was well over 100 and it wasn't good enough. And it's it's not, just like that. That's De- just. Destiny's that's, really, Destiny's not really the time you put in it. It's if it's the right time that you put in it to it. You know, it's, it's the certain things that you had to do. But like, you know, like it's a, a grind. That one is a grind. And there's this very one much doesn't, grind in the last one. This one still doesn't feel like a big grind fest. You can, you know, I think now that a lot of us that I play with are, we've leveled out, we're pretty much maxed out. We're just trying to farm the the high end, but you know, you want to get that for the next thing to come. You know, um, I I don't feel like we're, Oh, got to go pick up your helium filaments and Oh, I got to go to this planet to grind out this thing so I can build this. And it just feels everything in, in, in the division is easier to do. Like I've never had to go try to find something to, to build a blueprint. I got so much stuff because I'm just breaking everything down. I don't even sell anything. And maybe that's a fault of the game because I don't buy anything in their vendors because there's never anything in there. that's any good. I have no need to get the cash. I got like over a million dollars and I I have no need to buy anything because there's nothing there better than what I have. So I break everything down and buy stuff with Phoenix credits, you know, Um, but I, I, I just like the game because, you know, I feel it's accessible to everyone and everybody can achieve what they want in it. And it's just, it's more of a, yeah, it's going to take some time to play to get all this stuff, but it, even once you've put some time in, you're able to play, you're able to hang in there and maybe your buddies are going to keep you alive. But you know, um, I've been with people that just are brand new to level 30 and they, they can't, they can't do a challenge. I get in with other people and we carry each other along. We keep you picked up or, you know, it's like they can do it where in a destiny raid, it was just like, I might as well leave. I'm hurting the team. You, You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. Well, I'm probably completely wrong. It's just the way it feels to me, it, what, you know, and I like that accessibility. Well, here, here's well, here's the thing. Like, you know, you have challenging mode and, and Russian consulate, right? Yesterday, we <laughs> tried, we tried, we tried to do it for like yeah. 45 minutes and couldn't get past the entrance of the building. I right. mean, it was practically impossible. Now, I'm not saying that it can't be done because it can't because then we went over to tunnel and we did tunnel and it was easy. And I guess that's the daily challenge challenge mode right now is the tunnel. So I guess I'm going to have to do that as well tomorrow. Cause I got to get that guarantee uh, stuff, but you know, with the raid or a raid in destiny can, or sorry, division cannot just be another challenging mission. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, Oh, we're going to throw level 32s at you. What it's got to be is something like we're going to put you in this area and we're going to keep pumping guys at you, right? We're going to put, pump these guys at you. And you can sit back and try to pick them off. You know, like you you and say say it's a team of eight. You and eight guys can all line up in a line and, and be in cover. <laughs> and you can shoot all day long at these guys that are coming out at you. And they'll just keep coming and coming and coming until you figure out why you're not getting past where you're at. Now That's the, what Destiny does. Well, that's exactly. Because this is what a raid in my mind would be. Would be that, right. oh you know what? Hey, you four, how about you guys flank from the right 
sneak up over here and you take him out on this side. And guess what? That's the trigger that, you know, kills the one guy who keeps calling in, you know, people or something. You know what I mean? It's got to be have some puzzle aspect to it where you can do it. But if you're doing it wrong, you're not going to beat it. Like you have to figure out the way to do it right. You know, when you're right. fighting, um, what's the uh, Crota? When you're fighting Crota, you know, Crota comes over. He 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 goes in the middle. Everybody, sh- you know, you you pick up the you shoot the the sword bear down. You pick up the sword. You're running over. Everybody, you know, Gallahorns him, takes him to his knee, and boom, 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 three hits. You're out of there. You know what I mean? Like it, it's a like. Tell me if you were all just shooting Gallahorns at him, you know, and, and not knowing like, oh, my gosh, we got to go get the sword or he just kicks our butt. You know what I mean? It's it's just those. Neat, right. But once you figure out the puzzle, then you just grind the raid and you just know what you're doing. But it's it's the fun part of a raid is figuring out how do I get through it? So there, there will be, be those fun, times. Yeah, yeah there, it'll it'll be fun. And, and the and, thing and Destiny was my first time with a raid. Really. Same here. Same here. Yeah. It was really Neverwinter was my second. Well, I don't know if that was a raid. That was like, oh, there's this dragon. All of a sudden, there's just tons of people. I wouldn't call that a raid because that's just like more of a public event. So right. that wouldn't really count. So, yeah, that was my first raid. So I, I don't know what to expect. Um, I think it would be cool. Um, something like that. I, I don't want it to just be, yeah, just make it challenging and a longer mission. No, let have something to figure out. I think that would be cool. And it adds a new dynamic to the game. So I just don't want it to become like where it feels like it's impossible. Like right now that the challenge is the only way we're getting around some of these is we're, you know, glitching some of them or you're finding, Oh, you can skip past all this yeah. by doing this. And that's not the best way to do it, you know, but some of them are, and some of them I haven't been able to do. They're just so hard, right? you know, and you only got four people and they're all level thirties and they're just not, it's like, what's it going to take to get these guys out? I don't want more of that, yeah. but I, I don't think so. I think we're going to see some new stuff. Um, So far with what they've said for the DLC coming out, and I think the season pass is well worth the money from what they've said. I think they got free updates coming. I I expect this to be something new um, because the game so far has had a ton of content. It's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. And and the thing about like skipping, like, you know, the, the, the tunnel, um, you know, when you're, when you're in the tunnel and you're coming up to that spot where the snipers are up top of the tunnel, and you sit there and you take the snipers out and then you run to the next group. If you hang to the right and run right past all those guys, you you get the check next checkpoint. You don't have to stop and fight those wave of people. And the thing is, is like, yeah, it might not be the way that you're supposed to do it, but when you're playing an hour long challenge mode, you will do what you can to get moving forward. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. if they don't want you to do if they don't want you to be able to do that, well, guess what? They can patch a fix in. But until then, I'm running past those people. <laughs> Because it's hard enough to beat it without having to deal with it. Uh, so. yeah, and Mickey's saying you can do the Lexington Event Center in seven minutes. So <laughs> I'm like, we need to talk, Mickey. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> yeah, same here. So. Yeah, but yeah, all right. And, 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 and one one thing is 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 as I was, as I was reading chat, I've, I've noticed a lot of these glitches. And, and and to mine, mine's really not a glitch. I mean, you can get killed running by all those people. Yes. You're not glitching through a door or whatever. Just know that if you're the person who went and did the dark zone and got 99 and you're level 30 and you did it all in like a week and a half, you now have to wait until the new content comes out 
unless you're just going to go still out there and grind. He's the for, one griefing people in the dark zone. Yeah, well, <laughs> not even that. It's like once once you once you you know have every yellow and 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 you know want every high end and stuff like that. Once you build out to where you want it, just know that's kind of when you're you kind of die down in the game that you've been playing so long, and you're kind of waiting for that content. So sometimes grinding and and doing a bypass and going and just getting high end drops every seven minutes and all of a sudden you've maxed out your guy and, and and it leaves you with nothing to do. You're going to be waiting for that content instead of just playing and playing and playing, you know, just, to, just, just to say that out there, not to say that, you know, I probably won't do it once or twice, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, just one of those things. So here's a quick question. Yep. The high ends, yeah. are they yellow or orange? Uh, they're gold. Okay. Rob, yellow, orange, or gold? <laughs> what game are we the talking division. about? Oh, that one that we talked about for like half an hour? <laughs> it's, a, it's a real quick question, because I'll, and I'll explain why. What, do you, what yes. do you think the high ends are, yellow, orange, or gold? Gold. Okay, so you both say gold. I say yellow. Okay. I, I, sometimes I'll say gold. Ubisoft... I was reading a blog post of them. They were talking about these. They said they're orange. Oh, orange. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way this is orange. This is a yellow. icon. That's a yellow icon. That's a, it's yellow. <laughs> like, where did they get orange? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Cause I'm like, I've not seen any orange items in this game. Yeah. I see the, the white, which is the low end, the green, the blue, the purple and the yellow yeah. or gold. I, I, sometimes I've said gold. Sometimes I've said yellow, but Regardless, it's it's yellow, not yeah, orange. Well, Art- Ubisoft Artemis, says they're orange. Artemis and Cubicle both say orange. You know, yellowish orange. It, it to me, it's kind of a yeah. Just okay. The, well, that's, know, that's cool. That's why I said gold because to me, they they got it's yellow with like an orangish tint. So so carbine Mickey say yellow. Yeah, Mosh Lions says gold. Smarter says yellow. Artemis says orange. Cubicle says orange. Now Carbide's changing his mind. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but anyways, I just thought it was interesting. I was like, when I read that, I was like, orange? I was like, what are you talking about? There's no orange there. Anyways. Car- Carbide's Canadian. He doesn't know what color. Yeah. After, yeah, after crosses country lines of the, the <laughs> what, filters. What color, what color is it? <laughs> what color. Yeah. 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 All right. So last thing I got for you guys. Um, so I thought of this. Hitman, the game came out right. Yes. Um, well, the initial the initial seen, part of it. Well, that's the thing; it's episodic. So, like the right. intro, the prologue, and the first mission are out. So the game is released. I haven't seen anybody play it. Now, if this was and and, and some people, if you bought it, you probably paid the sixty bucks for it. And I find this interesting because I'm like, I haven't seen a single person play it. I haven't heard anybody talk about it. But if this was Hitman Absolution 2, it was a $60 full game released last week. I think a ton of people would have been playing it. So, and I I got the article that I said, sent you guys, does episodic structure hurt the franchise? Now, the article written saying basically, no, they think it helps. I actually think the otherwise because I have not seen anybody play this game. And I haven't heard anything about this game since it came out. And I, I, I'm surprised. 
because this is a big franchise. So personally, I think the episodic piece hurt it because there's no way I would touch this game until it's it's like all of it is out. And by the time it all comes out, it's going to be like 30 bucks. <laughs> so by the time the full game is available, you're probably going to be able to get it at half price instead of paying full price now and still not being able to pay it all until it's down in that you know bargain bin price. So I, I think this is really dumb that they are doing this on a $60 game. I'm just curious what you guys thought. I mean, it. I I wouldn't buy the game. I, I mean, I wouldn't buy the game until there's more of the episodes out for one. Um, I mean, I like the way they I like the way they did the pricing structure at the beginning. It's like, hey, if you want to do the initial part to see what it's all about, you pay fifteen bucks, and then if you want the rest of it, you just pay the rest of the money. I think you end up paying five bucks more that way. Um, or they say, well, if you just buy the game and everything with it, it's 60. Um, I'm curious on how it will go because, you know, like you said, if it's not going well and, and the DLC starts to slow down and then all of a sudden it's like that $60 game is now 35 bucks, then I'll get it when it's 35 bucks. I want to play it. It, lo- uh, the, it looks awesome. Um, yeah, but like right now you get your training missions, which they encourage you to replay because they're like, you can do it. Kill them another way. Kill the guy. another. But you're playing the same thing. You're just doing it a different way. So then you get through the training. It's like you have one mission to do. And then, so you're going to have to just play that over and over and over and over until the second one comes out. And then, okay, I'll play this one over and over. And I can't play the same mission over and over and over. And whether I do it multiple ways, that to me is not going to give me enough enjoyment to plunk down 60 bucks and then sitting. I mean, I, you know, every month, you know, stuff's coming out. I'm going to invest my time in something else. Division is consuming my time, you know, quantum breaks coming out soon and I will break away for that probably, but then boom, it'll be all the division again. You know, I just can't, this just seems odd for a major franchise to do this. And I honestly, I hope it fails because this is not something I want to see for triple a titles i i've i've tried the episodic gaming with walking dead wolf among us i did even did the borderlands one i will and, and I, you know what I'm, I'm actually done i know there's a new walking dead one coming out i said i was done before and then i'm like well at the borderlands i heard so much good stuff about it that i said okay i'll give i'll give it one more shot i just didn't like it you know this whole you do a part and it's like oh you're done i'm ready to keep playing and they're like nope Come back in two months and we'll have the next little sliver for you. I don't like that. I want to play a game, spend my week or two, get into it, and then I move on to the next game. You know, this coming back. And then by the time, and Rob and I, Rob, we've talked about it. I don't remember what I did two months ago. I don't remember the decisions I made. Who is this guy, right, Ben? Right. I don't know who he is. You know, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I'm, it's, right, and that's right. just because I'm getting old. I can't remember anything, but... I don't like episodic gaming and, and to see a triple A title do this. If this is a success, then then you're going to have other people going, hey, let's build part of a game, get all that money, and then we'll we'll continue and work on the rest of it as we go. Uh-uh. That's like saying, here, give me the give me the thirty thousand dollars for the car now, and in, 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 in next year we'll have it all fully built for you. No one would do that. So why does why does the video game world think they can do that? And it's a I get it for like indie titles or 
smaller stuff, but I, I don't like the smaller stuff. I certainly don't want it in my AAA. So yeah. I'll I leave mean, it at that. It, it unless depends, you guys got any. To me, it depends further. how what the release schedule is. I mean, you know, maybe they were really wanting to release like three missions at the very beginning or something like that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, I want to play it, and it depends what you mean as a success because if everybody holds off to buy it until it's all done and, and all released, then so be it. Like, I don't have to play it today. Uh, you know, I'll wait until there's five, six, seven, ten episodes or when they're finished with it, you know, and if when, when they're finished with it, it's still 60, then I'll buy it for 60. If when they're finished with it and it's 25, then I'll buy it at 25, you know, and, and maybe they'll learn their lesson based on that. But yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I was very surprised that it was just what it was at the very beginning. I thought it was going to be more. Um, I thought you were going to get, you know, a good three, four hours out of it, you know, for the initial release and then more after that. But, you know, one one or two missions and the training. And then if they're not releasing an update until the next month, I think it's like once a month or something like that. Maybe they should have just upped their release speed or something like that. But. Yeah. Is that all? all? Right. Is that everything? That's it. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. All right. Rob, did you ever think of your other thing that you wanted to no. say about VR? <laughs> nope. I think he's muted. Yeah. But look like you said nope. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I am. I was muted. All right. All right. So, um, why is okay. So cafepress.com slash this Xbox life is where you can buy uh, any cool community gear if, uh, per se. So head out there while you still can. Um, if you want to be a part of the community and get your name or, or voice in the show, we had a new follower today. So if you go to this Xbox you can on the right hand side uh, say send voicemail. Um, that'll send it to us. And uh, we will put it in the show and answer your question. Or you can send us a question, um, you know, on thisxboxlife.com. Or you can email us directly at contact at thisxboxlife.com. We also have a Twitter account, twitter.com slash thisxboxlife. And our main area where we all communicate, uh, the community and everything, some of them are here with us today is facebook.com slash groups slash this Xbox life. So it is a closed group. We'll just take a look at your profile, uh, see what's going on there, and then uh, accept you in. So um, no new, no questions or emails or anything this week. We have to figure out what we want to do for FNL on 4.1. So uh, let us know. And no, also let us no, know if you're going to show up. <laughs> yeah, only let us know if you plan to be there. Yeah, if you if you're going to <laughs> otherwise show up just and show play. up and see what we're playing. <laughs> uh, I'm for doing a uh, Rocket League again because that game is so much fun to play when everybody's around. So I'll put out Rocket League, and then if people come and play, and then we decide on a new game, then we'll we'll do that. But Rocket League's my vote. If anybody wants to jump in there, I got my Batmobile. So, but Rob, time to earn your money. There's some games that came out this week, which is also why I named the show what I did. <laughs> and you'll find out why it is title colon subtitle. 
and other things. So have at it. Okay. All right. So this coming week <laughs> for Xbox One, we have Killer Instinct Season 3, Minecraft Story Mode, Episode Number 5, Order Oh, wait, up. nope. Reread that one. <laughs> Minecraft colon Story Mode, Episode 5 colon Order Up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so how many colons do you need? You did a, you did a good Thank job. You. Next one. It's, it's got more colons than us. Anyway, uh, The Walking Dead, Michonne. Episode two, give no shelter. Then Resident Evil Six, Alive Soccer Two DX is coming out on the thirtieth. Griffin Knight Epic on the thirtieth also, and then Organic Panic on Friday, April Fool's Day. For three sixty, we have Minecraft Story Mode, Episode Five, Order Up, and The Walking Dead Michonne Episode Two, Give No Shelter. Also, uh, as I just mentioned, Friday is April 1st, also April Fool's Day. But the thing that's not an April Fool is the Games with Gold, since that will be uh, changing up on Friday. We have, for the Xbox One, The Wolf Among Us, uh, starting up on uh, April 1st. And for the Xbox 360, we have Dead Space coming out on April 1st. So that's the games with gold. Then uh, if you're looking for more games and you like the retail variety, uh, you can pick those up on Amazon. And if you do, please make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find that on our website by going to thisxboxlife.com and then just click on the big Amazon logo on the top right of the page. It'll take you to Amazon. Won't cost you anything extra. We get a teeny tiny uh, portion of the sale as a finder's fee for sending you their way and make sure to use that each and every time that you make your purchases on Amazon because then that way you can get your cool stuff and support your favorite podcast. And also another thing you can do for us is to go to iTunes, find us in the store and give us a five-star rating on there. Just give us a, a little review. And then the more five-star ratings that we get, the higher up we go in the rankings on there and we become a featured show. So uh, please do that. Uh, it definitely helps us out. And that is all. All right. That's all I got as well. Mark, do you have anything else? I'm out. I'm all good. Right. So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Uh, MP3 will be out. You know, well, if you're listening, so you already know the MP3 is out. Scratch what I just said. Uh, we'll be back next week. So Except for Mark. Mark will be out next week. So it'll be... The very uh, outspoken Rob and myself. So, all right, mm, everybody. Happy time. Yep. Enjoy. Happy Easter again. <laughs> I'm Brun BJ Swick thirty three. Happy Easter, number one. This is Rob Austin as Prestar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week. I'm Mark AK Wingman seven hundred nine. Taking off. <laughs>